How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to RT Talk, the weekly podcast about the company Rooster Teeth. I am your host, as always, Michael Cool, and this week I have my longtime co-host, uh, former regular. Then, uh, then there was a, an off period there for a while, but now current regular again, uh, Mr. Doug Kirkwood. He drug himself and his kind of ragged body <laughs> into uh, my house this week, and we recorded an episode. Uh, why he has a ragged body, he will get into it in the episode. I'm not just putting him down for no reason. Uh, he tells a very harrowing story about um, his bike ride. I'll put it that. So we get into that once we go out in the grapes. But uh, this week's episode is is a kind of a light episode for Rooster Teeth stuff. Not, I mean, there's we do have a number of subjects that we go over. We talk about uh, Jeff Ramsey, Gavin Free, and Andrew Panton's new podcast called Fuckface. Um, we talk about the uh, some stuff, some kind of updates on those pilot or one of the pilot podcasts from a couple months ago for Rabbit Hole. Um, we talk about some stuff about HBO Max. We talk about them raising money this week for uh, NAMI, the national. I think going off memory, I think it was the National uh, Association for Mental Illness. I think um, I probably should have looked it up before I just said it, but uh, all I know is they support pe- like different mental illnesses and, and raise money for that sort of stuff. And uh, we get into that for a while, and then at the very end, we talk about um, some kind of backlash that I stumbled into for the uh, Grim Art Contest, which. Uh, we go into and it's it's a very <laughs> it's a it's a lengthy subject, um, but it's also one of those things that I I preface it and and say I don't even know this is a big deal. I may have just stumbled upon a group of people that is like twenty people and it's not actually a big deal at all. But either way, we talk about that and then like I said, we go out in the grapes. Doug talks about his biking, uh, and that's pretty. And I, I think that's all about what we talk about. So uh, you can follow us at RT Talk Podcast on Twitter if you want to. And this week, I do have a special kind of announcement. Um, for a while, you know, we've we've always wanted to get some kind of feedback and everything uh, from people who listen, and we know we have like, a certain amount of people that listen to the podcast. And this is this will always be available even going forward. But I set up uh, an email that if anyone ever wanted to send us a, any questions, or if you just wanted to reach out to us in in one way or another. That you can. The uh, email address is askrttalk uh, at gmail.com. Um, that way, you know, it's, it's called Ask RT Talk, but like I said, you know, if you just wanted to reach out, I, I'll just be completely honest that the, the hope is that someday, you know, we'll get, an, we'll get questions frequently enough that we can have a segment on the podcast where we kind of talk back to you guys and have a conversation with you and um, so if you have something that you would like to be read on the show and have us address on the show, uh, feel free to, to send your, your question or your comment or whatever in and just let us know that you want it to be read on the show. Or if you want something just to privately tell us, then this is available there for you to do that. So uh, again, askrttalk at gmail.com and feel free to email us with any of your questions or comments or inquiries uh, as they were. And basically, I just wanted something because, you know, we talk about our Twitter account all the time. But um, when it comes down to it, it's most people, or, well, I shouldn't say most people don't have Twitter, but, you know, people kind of vary on what social media platform they have. So sometimes, you know, maybe you 
are only on Twitter, maybe you're only on Instagram, maybe you only have like a TikTok or you only use Snapchat, you know, whatever your preferred social media is. So it's like Twitter is kind of a percentage of the people who possibly might be listening. And I feel like no matter what, you usually need an email address to sign up for any social media. So this was kind of like a foundation level. Hopefully anyone would be able to uh, participate in this. So uh, yeah, feel free to hit that up. And like I said, hopefully um, we will get enough people eventually. I'm not expecting it right away, but hopefully we'll get enough people regularly submitting questions and different stuff that we can have a, a segment, a, re- a weekly segment on the podcast where we talk back or like talk to you guys and, and gals out there and, um, you know, maybe answer questions or whatever that you want to ask us. And, uh, that is the hope, but, uh, I think I've spent long enough telling you all this information. So, uh, we should now get into the episode and you can listen to the, the me and my kind of annoying, awful voice and Doug, the velvety tones of Mr. Doug Kirkwood. Uh, and again, if you never, if you don't listen to the out in the grape segment, Maybe stick around for this one because Duck had a bike ride. <laughs> I don't want to give anything away. He had a bike ride. Uh, but now we shall get into the show. Go. This is just me still. Okay, here we go. No, it's still me. I'm kidding. Okay, go. Hi, Doug. Hello. Welcome, Welcome to my home. And the first time that you and I have been face-to-face in... Two months. It's been a while. I don't know. When was last... It must have been when you were here last time we recorded... I think. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. This is the first time we're sitting, we're seeing each other's eyes for real and not uh, our virtual eyes over, the, uh, over FaceTime and video recording. So, yes, we are here in person. And uh, this week we don't really have a, like, main topic, I would say, to talk about. So, even at this point of recording, I don't even know what I'm going to title the episode. So, everyone's already ahead of me that is listening right now. <laughs> Um, so I don't know what this one's necessarily be titled, so we'll see kind of where the conversation goes, but I guess we'll just go into, uh, just into the list. So, uh, the first thing I saved for the week anyway, was that Jeff Ramsey of Achievement Hunter and Rooster Teeth, maybe you've heard of him. Uh, he announced it on June 3rd that he's gonna have a new podcast called Fuckface. I didn't look into that, but I saw that, so I'm glad that I'm now learning what that is. Well, there's actually, there isn't much to learn. Uh, I should also say, I don't know, we're in the midst of a thunderstorm right now, and it's kind of coming and going, so if you hear any background rumbles, uh, it is not, you are not in danger, that is just happening around us, <laughs> so it's, I don't know, we haven't heard it in a little while, but it's, it's in the last, like, three hours, we've been getting hit a couple times, uh, but, uh, yeah, there's not really much information about it, he just tweeted that, uh, it was exact tweet, it was Dear World Avenue podcast premiere on June 3rd called Fuckface, you can go ahead and subscribe ahead of time here. And then it has a link, and it said, I'd be ever so grateful. Um, uh, and it says, introducing fuckface by fuckface, <laughs> is, what, <laughs> is what it says in the uh, in the link, which I didn't see before. Uh, and uh, actually, I didn't explore the link itself. So uh, it, all it says for the description, it just says, what is fuckface? Jeff Ramsey, Gavin Free, and Andrew Pan, who has been a Rooster Teeth-like mythical creature for many, many years because they've talked about him for decades now, and he's been like their video game god that they've turned to in times of needing to beat like Left for Dead and different stuff. And it's like he's been around for the uh, for the I mean for as long as I can remember listening. They've mentioned him, but he's never, as far as I know, he's never been like an actual part of Rooster Teeth. He's just been like a friend of everybody. Uh, so it's Jeff Gavin and him, and 
it says are here to fill you in. So uh, I didn't actually see. Let me. See, I didn't know this was an audio clip. Let me see what this this does. My name is Jeff Ramsey, and I am the co-host of the new Rooster Teeth podcast. Okay, so we just listened to. I didn't realize that there was like a little preview clip there. I thought that was just a link to uh, subscribe, like pre-subscribe. So I didn't actually click on that until right now upon recording this podcast. So the live, uh, <laughs> I mean, alive, but the. Uh, as you hear it reaction, I guess, to, to the little clip they play. It's like a 30-second clip. So I guess Fuckface is, as we both just learned, uh, is it's going to be like a collection of stories that they say are events where they are so basically fucked up that you have no choice but to laugh at them, uh, of which we already know Jeff has a thousand of and have been <laughs> yeah. said. And so the thing I wonder most about how they're going to do this is what stories have they not told over the course of the last you know, however many decades, uh, or I guess, it, you know, almost two decades, I should say, not decades, um, but almost two decades of, of content that have been put out between the podcast, the RT podcast, Off Topic, Let's Builds, you know, Minecrafts, GT, everything that's happened, I feel like so many of their stories have been told. So what are, what are, has been held back that they have, have been able to make a whole podcast about it? I'm sure there's plenty, or even though we'll just recap old stuff, you know, like something that did happen on Achievement Hunter. Or wonder if maybe people will submit their stories that they'll read on the podcast. And then like, obviously with the intention of being like, here's this, like like how you and I would, which actually we can already tease at this moment. I know there's a story boiling and bubbling under Doug's skin right now, because uh, after we recorded last week's episode, he said, I have a very funny story to tell you. And I need to know if you want to hear it now or wait for the podcast. <sighs> And on Sunday last week, we were supposed to, like, or we had made a plan, kind of, to all get together. And it was basically agreed upon that if he was able to make it, that the story would be unleashed, and he wasn't able to make it. So I haven't heard it yet. So I already know there's a story. So, like, in this situation, he keeps pointing to a, a uh, what looks like you were shot during a riot. <laughs> it looks like you were hit with a sandbag in your knee. It's just a huge scrape with a lot of bruising around it. I have my That's all I have to offer. I got pinched my, my palm at work the other day. But, uh... So in in the same way that we share stories like that, I could see the people submitting like a, a story that happened to them. They're like, "This is embarrassing. This is awful." But it is strictly for the purposes of, of humor and laughing, uh, like and which is basically the the entirety of our our friendship over the years of things happening and and then us using them for fuel uh, to make other people laugh. So uh, I could definitely see that. Which actually I would like if they would do that. And even if that's not what they start with, maybe that's what they'll they'll build to. Um, and it's the only other things I see. It just says, uh, he just, or it's like, as what was this? This was yesterday. I think, uh, said that they just recorded episode two of Fuckface with Gavin and Andrew Payton. And I can't believe how quickly 45 minutes goes by when you're laughing nonstop. I need a nap. <laughs> so, uh, I think, um, this, this is probably one, cause there's been a lot of podcasts that have been released. It, you know, in the time, that especially the time we've been doing this, but like all the face jams and the uh, black box down and stuff that are interesting. And I'm like, Oh, I'll probably one day I know I'll probably be like, I'm in the mood to listen to something like that. And I'm just going to go through and just tear through the whole thing. I think this is probably one that I'll start day one, which like I said, is June 3rd. So that's not that far away. That's like a couple days, honestly, that's this coming Wednesday. Yeah. So it's, it's very soon for, uh, for at the time of recording this, so uh, I am looking forward to that, especially since it revolves around embarrassing stories. 
and laughing at them, as I've said, is and that's exactly what we do all the time, is and it's really I think, if I'm being honest, in my life I think growing up that's one of the things that like I think humor is one of the ways that I've dealt with or gotten around like embarrassing situations or yes. feeling uncomfortable in different situations because it's like I've talked about, I don't know how many times anymore, but how I used to work or we actually, you and I both used to work at a Lowe's. And at the time I had never had a customer service job like that. The closest thing I had is whenever I worked on campus or I went to, to college for like a year, um, which is a food service place, which was basically people just walk up saying, I want chicken tenders. And I just give them chicken tenders. And that was, the extent of my like interaction with people. Although I guess I was a delivery driver there too, but Lowe's, it was like, you're standing there. You are considered the expert for some reason, even though I had no, like I had a couple days of training then I was sent out into the field. And then I was just out there and then you have to engage with people constantly and talk to them. So I would always get into situations where I was uncomfortable and then I would just default to, uh, basically either I would try to make them laugh. And if they didn't laugh before it'd be like, it wouldn't be crippling, but I would just be filled with this awful feeling of like, I shouldn't have said that. Why did I even make a joke? Yeah. And I, uh, that used to be how it always went. But then once I did it for long enough, I was like, okay, either they're going to laugh and this will, I won't even think I won't even remember this conversation or something embarrassing is going to happen. And now I have something to tell like you or like our other friend jet or whoever. Like I now have a story to tell. And so like, I just sit there in the awkwardness and I kind of smile. Like I can't wait to tell people this. (laughs) So like I completely flipped. So like that is that's exactly the type of thing that's up my alley, and uh, I think I'll be listening to on Wednesday, possibly. I should probably actually go ahead and uh, subscribe now because I'll definitely forget on Wednesday. Well, I didn't. I couldn't find it on the Apple Podcast app. Yeah, the link that they that he put up was um, Megaphone. The link is cms.megaphone.fm, and then it's like you know channel slash. F face <laughs> is, yeah. the, is the uh, uh, whatchamacallit I can't remember what that's called your little like asterisk no no like how it has like how I'm on twitter.com slash Jeff Ramsey I, forget, I can't remember what that's called right now the handle handle it's like they have their, like that's like the little handle on it so it's right now that little clip is on uh, on megaphone so I mean it shows um there's someone that sent them a screenshot of being subscribed to it on oh maybe I have to put the the asterisks in yeah probably that's probably how they get around not getting in trouble but yeah i'll be listening i I probably should do it right now you have to put the asterisks in just so everyone knows i'm recording as i do this because somebody already gave it five stars of course what do you think happens with a lot of uh like soon to be podcasts oh there's even that little intro clips on um it's their teaser. One person gave, well, I'm assuming it was one person, gave it one star, and everyone else gave it five stars out of 34 ratings. Uh, I'm reading some of the, the the reviews right now, and I don't even understand. Uh, I don't even understand some of them. I don't know. This is, this is thrilling uh, podcast material as I just read reviews on a different podcast. Uh, but I know I'll definitely forget, so I just subscribe to it now, and that way when it pops up, I will, uh, I will not miss it because I, I, I'm still having an issue listening to stuff at work just because, especially now we're going through like this phase of a new model of our one product going through, and 
I'm working with someone else and we have to, I have to pay attention because I don't know how to do this one yet. So it's like I'll, basically the last like two weeks all I've done is I, I'm listening. Oh, I mean, I listen to stuff like today and uh, some points this week, but my listening has gone way down for everything that I uh, I usually go through. So uh, looking forward to that on Wednesday and I'm sure once it, is that, are you on the same boat that you're going to be listening to it too? Yeah, I already subscribed. Well, then maybe maybe once we do listen, we'll do like a quick uh, early review of uh, how we feel about the podcast and stuff. I still have yet to – I keep forgetting about it, and I don't ever use like my laptop or anything, but I still want to get the Stuck at Home podcast because I listened to that first one, yeah. and I fucking – we talked about it for like 35 minutes, I think, on the, that episode. So it's like I definitely want to uh, – I want to get like get those on my phone so I can listen to them at work because like every single weekend it seems like we're doing something and then it's like oh it works over it's the weekend back to work it's like we yeah. just last weekend was a three day week on the Memorial Day we did something almost every single day except for Saturday so or not I shouldn't say we did everything something every single day it's like Friday we did this all day Saturday was to us Sunday was a picnic Monday was a picnic and by picnic I mean like six people were together <laughs> but um but it's like I just when I'm at home I don't really have a lot of, a lot of like free time on like the weekends or anything to really listen to stuff. So, uh, I will, I, I just want to get those ones so I can listen to the stuck at home ones. And I've seen people like tweeting and, or like posting on the subreddit and stuff saying like asking questions about it or, or whatever. So it's like, I've seen like a couple topics that the, I know were talked about. It's just like, God damn it. I gotta remember to fucking get that all sorted out and get it on my phone and everything. Can you download from the Roosteve website? There was a link for it, and I, I assume if you can get the file, I could probably get it on my phone. I don't know if it would go right into Apple Podcasts, but maybe, I don't know. It's, I haven't tried to transfer anything from a computer to a phone in such a long time with right. the Apple Music and Spotify and stuff, because the last time I did that was whenever you were ripping CDs into your iTunes to then save onto your iPod or whatever, yeah, or right. burn a separate CD, your mixed CD. Yeah. Because I have, a, I have a, a ton of those with like Disturbed on it and stuff that uh, my cousin Jason made for me. Back in, uh, God, that would have been like seventh grade, probably early two thousands. Yeah, it was. Nine uh, eleven hadn't even happened yet. I don't think. <laughs> think Disturb was, was still relevant. Yeah, disturbed in nine eleven. And mean, trapped. Sort of, and tra- they did trap too. This I, I just saw a video about them the other day. I don't even. Remember, I, don't, I don't even remember it. They're not. They're not doing good. People are really mad. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, that's what that was the subject of the video. Yeah, everyone's mad at trap. Yeah, and I was, they played a couple. Uh, like live shows from them and I was like, oof, that's interesting. <laughs> it was really just that one C D. The one that had Headstrong on it. That's one we really dove into. I thought that was just the self titled C D. Is that well, I don't even remember at this point. It probably was. There's a guy pushing a lawnmower. Oh yeah, it was. You have like encyclopedic knowledge of music. <laughs> it's on my dresser at my mom's house because I had yeah, that little C D just, just trapped. Yeah, that was the shit back in the day. Two thousand two. I used to sit on a swing at a, a campground with my headphones on in the middle of the night listening to that because my, I was with my cousin Jason. And he was off making out with his girlfriend, <laughs> and I was just by myself drifting on the swing just listening to, back off, I'll take you on. That was me. That's my sadness. <laughs> I have a lot of sad stories I don't share often. <laughs> but that they're, was, all, they're all hilarious. No, I, I remember... I remember you. I vividly remember you laughing at me when I told you the story about me just eating potato chips. And like when oh, I was yes. like, in, I, we were. I had to be pre sixth grade because we were still living in the trailer at the time. But I was just young and eating potato chips in the middle of the night, and I just, it just like this guilt just overcame me, and I was just thinking about. I was just like, look at you. You're just sitting here eating these potato chips. And I started crying, but I didn't <laughs> stop eating them. 
I was just weeping and then still eating just Lay's plain potato chips. My house was watering saying that. <laughs> I just, it's, it just hasn't gone away. And then I remember telling Doug, and he, I don't know that I've... There's only one other time I can think that you've laughed harder at something that I've said or did. And right. I was, I think I was telling you that like in confidence, like this is something I struggled with and you <laughs> laughed so hard. I was like, well, I can't talk to him about it now, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember you laughing really hard and bringing it up a lot afterward. After you brought it up, I was like, Oh, <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> Where are the chips? <laughs> I, I eat cause I'm sad and I'm sad because I eat. But I was a, a very young boy sitting on the couch watching like Powerpuff Girls, just weeping into a bag of Lay's. And used about him or whatever that enemy was. Oh, the that was like the devil or whatever. Like the devil, yeah. But he had a, like a boa on and high heels and fishnets. Yeah, yeah. He was like a Rocky or a picture show, but the devil. I don't know. It was he had crab hands or something. Yeah. He was a weird character, especially for like the nineties. Uh, but uh, getting back, sort of back on the rails. Uh, sticking in the podcast, I don't know, area. The Trevor, I think it was Trevor, tweeted out something saying that uh, they're planning the pilot season for Rabbit Hole, which was when they did like those all those pilots at once. They did Rabbit Hole and yeah. Um, well, Face Jam was around that same time, and they did the the internet. Yeah, this just internet. I was trying to remember what clickbait is what they called it before. So just like uh, clickbait and this just internet, what became this just internet. They're trying to think of a new name for it, so it won't be called Rabbit Hole anymore. Uh, but they are planning the pilot season for it, which was, I was like, that was the one I thought was interesting. I want to see kind of what, uh, I feel like I need a different word. I, I describe everything as interesting, but I'm just intrigued by them, all these things. Um, but I like that because it was, it was a very different type of show than a lot of other, especially Achievement Hunter shows, just because it was more low key and like, this is what we know. And like, you know, here's this creepy thing on the internet and here's this, uh, the information we're going to speculate about it and just going down. Cause I, you know, we talked about I, it was a couple weeks ago now, but about the, all the conspiracy theory stuff and how yeah. we are both, we both watch those documentaries. I, it, conspiracies are conspiracies are one of those things that I, it's definitely a, a, what I would consider a rabbit hole thing for me where it's like, I'll just be like, I just want to see. Cause I, I think I talked about it on that episode too, but like when it came to like flat earth stuff, yeah, I used to watch the videos that people would watch that convinced them the earth was flat. And it's just like, I am nowhere near believing this, but I want to see what exactly they're doing. And so like learning about like, kind of like fringe weird, you know, uh, out there stuff. If that's what the show will entirely be, like I said, if, if they're sticking with the rabbit hole idea and it's just something that you go down to explore, it, it could be something not necessarily conspiracy or like out there. I mean, we, we spent this last like two weeks watching like top five ghosts caught on camera <laughs> and stuff like that. So, and birds aren't real. And Bert, yeah, they're all drones. I don't know if anyone knew that. If you want to use another word for interesting, absorbing, engrossing, fascinating, riveting, gripping, compelling. I feel like you're a slower Siri. <laughs> you're just like this. Well, like, I've, I've had this pulled up. I was waiting for a time to give you different words to say. I just, you're just like my assistant that sat on the side. It was just like, by the way, if you'd like, or you're like uh, the the paperclip guy from Microsoft Word. I think his name was just Clippy. I think it was. I think he's dead now because I don't, I'm don't, pretty sure he's not involved with microsoft word but he was around for a long time and being in school no one ever liked him it was always a bother uh but no they are playing the the pilot season for rabbit hole so there will be i don't know i'm assuming a lot of well i don't know i guess podcasts they've done a little bit differently i was gonna 
I was going to say, I'm assuming maybe they'll do like an eight episode thing, kind of like what they've been stuck doing. Where, where I, I don't know why I said it like that, but uh, they've been doing with, you know, with clickbait or this just internet and uh, like chump and um, race at show, those kind of things. So I don't know if maybe they'll be on the same rotation as those shows, or if this will just be kind of like, uh, which I don't think it, I was going to say, I don't, unless it'd be like RT podcast, which just always going, but I don't see why they would do that. Even always open and stuff takes a break. And I would assume they probably want enough time in between episodes or in between seasons rather to figure out what the subjects are and really dive into them and get yeah. all the information for them. Yeah. Cause I assume that it's going to be just like the black box down, very time consuming yeah. with research and kind of just learning the stuff to its you know, the fullest, I guess. Which I don't know if, if they said, cause I haven't listened to black box down yet, but, um, if they said how long that was going to go or if that was going to be something that was kind of always running. And... I don't know. I've listened to a couple of them. And he hasn't mentioned anything about, like, we're only doing 12 of these and we're going to stop for a while. Yeah, I don't remember, like, in the build-up to when it was, which was a long build-up for it to be released because they announced it and then it was, like, I think it was, like, early 2020 or something and they were, like, spring and then it was, you know, it took a while for, like, the correct reasons. It wasn't just, like, they're just dragging their asses and they couldn't get it out, but... They were trying to make sure they had all the research and everything correct, but, uh, yeah, the the that took a while. But it's it seems like a show that would be set up. They, like you said, they're gonna need to look into all this stuff and actually get make sure the information is correct. So you don't want to just go on and on about something, especially in a disaster where I would imagine a lot of times there is loss of life or serious injury in a lot of cases, and you probably don't want to you know mess around too much with the uh, facts of that. When right. that is sort of the whole base of the show, it's fine on here if we don't look anything up and all of our information is incorrect because that's that is the show. That's at this point, it's expected. Yeah, it's more so. Here's the thing that we know, and then we just freely talk about what we know about it, and then just like uh, with fuckface, we uh, we find out while we're recording <laughs> what the show actually is. <laughs> yeah, which is very uh, very us. Um, but yeah, that I don't. As far as I didn't see anything else that for. Uh, like any other time this week, but and the update from that, but I just randomly saw that he tweeted about that. And uh, like I said, that was one that I, that was a podcast I found gripping. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, it, I, you can't talk anymore. Yeah. So I'm just trying to think like, I'm curious to see how, if they stick with the same, cause they did the, I forget what, I can't remember what it's called now, but it's like, um, like cicada one, one nine or something, whatever that is that, that, it's been around for a long time, uh, but they went like pretty far into that subject. So it's like I don't know if they'll stick in that range or how, where like they'll exactly go for with that show. So we shall see whenever that happens. Um, another thing that they were doing this week, which it's uh, they did, I think it was either yesterday or the day before, but they. It's, you know, because HBO Max launched now or is launching. I oh, think it's out. I didn't uh, know that. Didn't know that was actually out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Let me do a quick search. I'm almost positive that it's that it's actually up and running now. Um, but you know, back at RTX, they, or I think it was RTX. Um, yeah, service launched May 27th, so it's like two days ago it, it came up. Uh, so like to celebrate that, they've been doing these watch parties. So it watched. Um, I'm not sure exactly who. I, I did see a, a clip of the one, but I'm not sure it was something to do with achievement hunter. They did like a watch party with Rick and Morty. Cause I guess Rick and Morty's on a uh, HBO max. And, um, they did a Shazam one too. Shazam. 
Zachary Levi movie, and it was John Risinger, Barbara, Mariel, and oh, I forget who the other person was. I can't remember now. But uh, there was four people that were all like on on Zoom watching the movie together, and uh, there were like it, it's like their way of promoting since you know back I think it was RTX when they announced it, but that Rooster Teeth was going to be a part of HBO Max and would have content for it. Specifically, I think it was Genlock. Which I think is where season two is supposed to be going up yeah, on. If I remember right, that's yeah. Sounds correct. You know what? That's correct. You heard it here. Definitely going on HBO Max. <laughs> Just like uh, Frasier was spinoff of Cheers, which was true. Yes, we're never wrong, <laughs> ever. Um, but so they have like a deal with HBO Max and stuff. So just like to, as a and it's it's not like like on Twitter everything has to be uh uh what's the word like you have to acknowledge the fact when something's an ad like you have to actually mention that so it's like they're not just doing this like mm. hey you know shamelessly promoting it. it's like this is an ad that they're you know it's a part of their the push to say hbo max is out uh but yeah they did a watch party this week i don't know if there'll be anything else coming that they'll be doing for with involving hbo max i would i would guess that once genlock season two is ready to go they'll probably do be something maybe i don't know if it'd be similar but they'll do some kind of promotion thing uh but are, are you excited for hbo max like do you want it um, I th- I remember I was whenever initially was a launch because it had Rooster Teeth stuff on it. I forget what the other big draw was for me. I think isn't I think they got Friends or something. I don't give a fuck about. I've watched. Oh, no, I'm just trying to. Remember. There was another big like thing like when they announced it. It being probably launched. was Friends. It was some show that was leaving but, like Netflix or something. It was going there. I mean. I want to look at it, and I'll probably do like the two-week trial to see if I like. Because I have HBO Go, which I use not super frequently, but I use it to watch movies I can't watch. It's the same price. So I would say I'm going to give it a shot and see if it's worth it. I'm sh- I will assume it's going to be, but I don't know. Yes, the thing with me is like there's so many streaming services out there now. It's like... Like with something like Netflix, like I, the only reason I have Hulu is because Renee has Hulu, so like I had Hulu at one point, but it was just like there just wasn't really much of a reason for me to get it, just because like well before Hulu used to be you could watch the shows that you missed, but now it's like there's the deals and stuff are all over the place. Where sometimes it's a whole season, sometimes it's like oh I want to get into the show, but they only have the most recent like season, yeah. or it's I want to watch like we I was talking about the Good Place. You can watch season four. It's the last three episodes, or I think it's like three or four episodes of this season, the finale or final season. I was like, well, that's not helpful now. <laughs> I was like, so it's like, they'll do like the last like four or five episodes of this or, you know, that aired or whatever. So it's like, there's a lot of them out there that I just don't, it's like, unless I have if like Netflix has original content all the time and it's usually really good or interesting or whatever, or gripping or, uh, whatever the other words you said, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> unputdownable. Un. That's what I was, that was in my head. I just didn't want to say it. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's like there's – at least those ones are unputdownable. And, like, the Hulu original stuff, I haven't – I don't even know what Hulu has necessarily that's original and everything. So it's like it usually takes something more than just, like, we have friends. We have this movie from 1985. It's just like, okay, that's great, but I don't rewatch movies. So if I've seen them, I've pretty much seen There's very few that I've rewatched. And same thing with the shows. It's like – there's maybe like five shows that or five or six shows that I've rewatched. And most of them I get like I was because you and I have been both listening to the Scrubs podcast with uh, Zach Braff and Donald Faison. Donald. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
And right before that podcast, or and I think it was right as that podcast started, I start to go back to watch it. And it's like, I pick it up and then I'll go through and I start watching it, but then I just kind of lose interest and I just, I just don't remember to go back to it. The only thing I've rewatched was 30 Rock because uh, I got most way through it, but Renee had never seen it. And then she kind of fell in love with the show as I was rewatching it. So then we went through and watched right, the yeah. whole thing. So well, I just learned that the NBC in 2009 or 2010, whatever, the NBC block was The Office, 30 Rock, Parks and Rec, and Community. And, uh, well, they talked about on the Scrubs podcast how Scrubs was in there, too. Yeah. There was a weird crossover time where but they were like, all existing. All this, like, great TV that everyone references now all happened in, like, this at the exact same time. Well, I mean, you said the same thing about, like, the 90s and stuff. Like, all the, uh, like, the big shows were on kind of, like, they're not... The shows from the 90s that people still talk about were all kind of on at the same time. It was all just the, like, Seinfeld and Friends and all that kind of stuff. Or, I mean, if you want to talk... I, mean, I don't think people... People definitely don't talk about the same breath as that. But even, like, shows like you mentioned, like, Frasier and stuff. Like, the shows that people, like, reference are all from, like, this one, like, six-year period where they all just overlapped and everything. Yeah, it's just... I mean, like, that's just crazy to me. Well, especially, like, something like NBC. It's like, they seem like they have, like, the biggest hits. And then it's just goes straight just like black box down coverage of a plane crash just straight down and I, then like you don't hear anything and all of a sudden they have all the shows again i literally just saw a video that said that like how nbc was like top dog like i think the early 90s and then it went and then in 2009 when they had the four shows four to five shows we just mentioned and they came back and then all those shows ended like six to eight years later and they were like oh we're back to zero that's what i think the Good Place is the best NBC show since, I would say, that era of TV. Because, I mean, I've really, really enjoyed The Good Place and still working on season four. But uh, it's the, that, to me, that's the best show that they've put out since, like, like the 30 Rock era and the Office era. It's, it's funny. It's interesting. It's a show that, like, watching it, I at the end of every season, I always think, like, there's some shows you can you can kind of predict where it's going to go or it's like the plot maybe isn't necessarily important or it's all contained in one season. Like even like Scrubs, which I always love like the dramatic moments in the story that was like weaved through the entire season. But it's not like at the end of season five that everything that happened in season six was dependent on season five. Most of the episodes you can kind of watch on their own. And there's some stuff maybe you wouldn't have an exact idea what was going on, but it didn't really matter. It's like it was – and you can say the same thing, same thing about The Office where, yeah, knowing the relationship between Jim and Pam is important if you're watching, like, the cruise ship episode. Yeah. But if you watch it on your own, there's still parts you are going to laugh at. The Good Place is very story-driven but funny. So it's like everything is just – it's more like a um, – I guess like Ozark or Breaking Bad where it's it's just – it's there's, not like one-off episodes. They Everything is – Built on line. top of it. Yeah, very linear. So it's like, it's one of those shows, like, watching it, like, even some of those shows, like, okay, well, I don't know, either they're going to get caught or they're not going to get caught, or, you know, whatever's going to happen. This one's like, I don't know where the fuck they're going to go from here. <laughs> like, I really don't know what's going to happen in this next season, so. Uh, but it's, I've talked about it so many times on here now, but it's a it's a great show. Um, I don't even know where, how we got on. I know we were talking about HBO Max and stuff, but. Yeah. But uh, what's, what's next on the list? Because we're, we went, we went way out there. We did, but uh, there's not really much left, honestly, in terms of, like, the Rooster Teeth stuff. Um, the other thing I was going to mention is that uh, the they did a few. It's already have, it's passed, but at the time we're recording this, or I think maybe today's the last day. So um, 
they did a, a stream or they did a few streams this week for uh nami which i just think of one piece nami but it's uh actually pulled it up just so i didn't mess it up but it is the national alliance uh on mental illness is what it stands for and it's not i've seen a, a couple different people doing uh ways to, like to raise money for that nami group um or organization and I, they did a number of streams. They put out a schedule for it. So there was a number of streams and just whatever they made from the streams was going to that. Nice. So there must be some sort of, um, I don't know if it's, cause I never know. Like when like they, people like celebrate like the national, like mental, mental health. health awareness or when they do like that kind of stuff. So like, I don't know when any of that stuff is, but, um, the, I would guess that maybe there's something going on or, uh, it's something bigger than just Rooster Teeth. Cause like I said, I've seen other content creators and stuff mention it or like tweet about it or whatever. And mostly from, uh, you know, it's like people from Rooster Teeth retweeting them or like liking their tweets or whatever. Yeah. But I also think this is a crucial time for mental health because everyone was kind of isolated from their friends and possibly their family. And, you know, or if you're really worried about just your own well, like if you're, if you're an anxious person, it's a terrible time to, like a virus is one of like the things that I feel like in terms of anxiety would be it's the easiest for I think and like the layman kind of person to wrap their head around why it would be like this invisible thing can kill you or someone you care about a lot. Yes. And it's like I understand why it's easy to wrap your head around why people with that were like anxious or really hypochondriacs or whatever, why this would be a particularly awful time. Yes. Because just everyone that you're around is a potential threat now. And if you don't wear a mask, no one knows you. What's that? I said, no one knows it. No, no, that's one of the things been such a problem is that people get, don't have symptoms, but they're carrying it. But that's coronavirus is a subject. uh, We could be uh, lost on for a long time. I feel like we talk about it every week. So I think everyone does at this point. Yeah. But, uh, but no, they're just, they're raising money for that NAMI organization. I feel weird saying it because I just think of one piece and, the Nami from One Piece is not at all. Uh, I would say there's no similar characteristics between that <laughs> character and this organization. So it's like I always I like stumble every time I go to say it. Uh, Can you say Nami like they do on One Piece? I think I would be accused of some sort of racism uh-huh. <laughs> if I tried to uh, imitate a Japanese actor that is uh, voicing any character. Uh, but who knows? I mean, Funhouse does it, so maybe I can get away with it because <laughs> we're definitely as big as Funhouse. Yes. Um, but no, it's just a, it was a, it's one of those things that like I put on the list just to mention because it's sort of it's a, a very positive thing that was happening. So it just I felt like it was worth mentioning that it was out there. Um, the one thing, and it's again, this is just a mentioned thing. I just thought it was kind of funny that uh, I still because I used to watch Tosh Point all the time. And I still on Facebook like the page. So every so often I'll see like what they post. And I just laugh because I was scrolling through and I see Dan in a balloon from the <laughs> slow-mo guys video. So it's not really like, it's not really a talking point or newsworthy, but it just, it made me laugh. That I was going through and it was just him like kind of sadly sitting in that balloon. The one <laughs> like he was in the trampoline. Yeah. It was that one. Uh, it was just funny to see it. Pop- it's like, I always love whenever stuff like that pops up in uh, main media. Or just out of, like, when you're not expecting it. Like, if you follow, like I said, on Twitter and stuff, when you follow a bunch of Rooster Teeth people, if they retweet something, it, it makes sense. But whenever I'm just scrolling through and it pops up from something completely separate. Or, like, whenever uh, uh, Ridiculousness, Ridiculousness had Michael's video of him eating the 
was it the McRibs or something? I forget. It was, I think he put like all the, the McDonald's sandwiches together in this big stack. But they they featured the the clip. It's like, oh, it's, it's fucking Mike Orr. Um, I think maybe the first time Dan got in the water balloon, I think my dad sent me that. Yeah, I don't know where. He's like, that, yeah, I remember that. And I was like, because I was trying to, I always try to explain things, to, especially to my parents in a way that makes them like understand or remember. So I don't just go like, cause we, you know, I, we went to RTX and everything. So like when I, when I talked to him, I said like, well, I was like, that's the people who made this video. They're a part of that group I went to Texas for. Like I try to like yeah. keep it as general because I don't want to be like, oh yeah, that's, he's a slow guy or slow <laughs> guy who is a part of Rooster Teeth. He's like, what? Like they're the company that we went to Austin, the convention, even that, I don't even know if he remembers. Cause I feel no, like he has, that was like seven years ago. Yeah. It's, it's, he has, it's, he's like early onset dementia or something. He's just, there's so much stuff that he does. He doesn't remember. I've mentioned it to Doug. I know a couple times, but we owned a green van for like eight years. And he's like, I never owned a green van. I was like, I learned to drive in it. Like, we went on vacations in it. He's like, I was like, I had a screen in the back that was like, I mean, it's the size of like a an index card. Like that was like the screen that you could had like AV cables. You plugged into like the center console. He was, I've never had a vehicle like that. I go, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> and then when I was talking about, it, I talked to my mom about it. He's like, He's like, oh, wait, it was a dark green. I was like, yeah. He was, okay, I was picturing something different. I was like, no, you weren't. <laughs> you're an idiot. Yeah, you're just trying to cover your ass now. <laughs> but, yeah, he, he's just retired. He shreds guitar, takes care of his muscle car, and uh, he just lives his, his golden years at 65 or however old he is now. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I always try to frame it in that those kind of references or, like, that, uh, I don't know, in that way just so to hopefully the easiest way to explain – so I don't have to sit there and go through like, ooh, that was a squeaky chair. Uh, so I don't have to explain in three or four different ways. You remember this? Do you remember that? You remember that? Okay. It's, I, when we went to Austin, that's where we went for it. <laughs> uh, Keep it easy. And so, but yeah, so he sent me the, the original video. So it's always fun to see it kind of out of context of Rooster Teeth stuff. Because despite how big Rooster Teeth is, it still feels like a underground thing, I think. So like, yeah. When uh, when Renee and I went to Georgia over the summer, and we're there, and I'm walking around the mall, and I hear someone do a nice shirt, and I was wearing my Rooster shirt. I was like, "Hey, it's like you have like a brother in arms." Like, "Hey, we get each other," or like when we went Nerd. to Austin, yeah, and then someone <laughs> threw an ice cream cone at me. <laughs> they pulled your pants down. Yeah, and I just didn't care. I just left my pants behind. Dong out. Yeah, I I was hanging dong, and I walked through that mall with pride. And Mike is now arrested. Yeah, I did some time. <laughs> That's actually why I did so many podcasts by myself. I was I was in the clink, but they let me have a microphone and a laptop. Uh, but it does feel like a like a special thing when you run into someone else out in the in the wilderness, and like same thing when we went to Austin, which is like their home turf, so you kind of expect it more there. But just even we went to uh, Terry Black's, the barbecue place. Yes, and I had my Funhouse shirt on, and when we were we were ringing out with our food, the guy at the that was running the cashier, he's getting nice shirts. Like, oh, thanks. And he was taught, telling us like how he had a, or he told me, I don't remember if you were with me at the time. I was probably already eating. Yeah, you probably already had half of a... The beef ribs. Yeah. Like this big. Yeah, it's like a femur bone. <laughs> uh, but he was telling me that like they had some sort of uh, like, I don't know, it was an after party or whatever. And they had, like he was working at the plate, like whatever it was downtown. He was working at the time. So he like basically was like working the event as they all came there and stuff. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. So it's just like this inside sort of thing. It's that you don't share in common with a lot of people. So it's always nice to see it pop up, uh, out in the wild. Uh, the last thing I, t- I want to talk about, and it's, 
I saved it for last for a specific reason because it's the internet and I've, we've talked about many a times on here. You never know how much of a movement there actually is with something um, or how many people it actually is. And so there's a lot of stuff. It's not even worth getting like upset about. Right. But when I first saw it, I was like, it's, it's just, it was kind of like an annoying thing that I saw. And it's, and I, I will start this in by recognizing it's possible that there's information about this that I'm not aware of. So it's, it's possible my opinion is completely wrong. And upon, you know, further evidence or whatever else, uh, I might, my, my tune might change, but as of right now, I, I had a very negative reaction to this. Uh, so we talked about last week, they're doing that grim art contest yeah. where people can submit full self students and uh, alumni are able to submit their, uh, their, uh, like original creatures or original grim to mm-hmm. be like in this contest. And then they have like this whole thing set up that, you know, they'll, it's like the top five or something. They'll be voted on in this whole thing. And then, this week I stumbled upon, and the thing that actually I was kind of annoyed about because I'm not I want I don't want to be too specific or specific or pacific, um, but unputdownable. I, I will not be un, I I am unputdownable because I'm about to go <laughs> off, um, but I don't want to be too specific just because it's like I'm not trying to like call anybody out or like point attention to say look how shitty this person is, but I'll just say I saw this because there was a a Rooster Teeth related Twitter account which, of which there are thousands I think. Um, that was the one that shared this this thread, and I was kind of annoyed that someone who is like a part of the community would be so negative. Because I'm not saying that they don't deserve criticism for things that have criticism, but this felt like I don't know. There was something that was ultra negative about this, and didn't feel like you're on the side of the thing you're a fan of, basically. Um, but basically, and what I've, I should probably get to the point. Um there was a whole thread of people that were shitting on this contest and talking about how this is just another example of a, you know, big businesses exploiting artists and how, um, you know, contests like this, you should, if you're an artist, never ever enter these because it's just these big corporations taking advantage of, you know, of artists and, uh, and creatives and stuff. And it's disgusting to see this stuff. And in fact, what was also annoying, I always hated this on the internet, but there's people in there saying like, uh, this is like, you shouldn't expect anything less from, and I hate this just across the board, not just specifically about Rooster Teeth, but it's like, I shouldn't expect anything less from Rooster Teeth, but the best thing you do is not support them, which I do, which I already do. And it's like, people love to point out the fact that they don't participate in something already. Like if it's like the NFL, it's like the best thing you do is not watch it. Like I do. It's like, right. why are you here? <laughs> it's like you clearly, if you don't watch it, you spend a lot of time caring about it because you found this thread. There is trillions of things I don't care about. And I know nothing about them because I don't care about them. Yep. And it's like, I don't understand these people who linger around these subjects and then want to interject themselves in this thing that they don't actually care about. All you can get is someone going, yeah, me either. Yeah. Which, and there's the other or not other side of that, but there's a, a similar thing to that. Whenever you're having an issue with something, and you're like, I don't know, my like I, we had an issue right before we started where my mo- my display wasn't working, and you go like you find like a form and you go on there, and you're like, someone asked, hey, turn on my computer and the display isn't working. Uh, try this and this and this. Does anyone have any idea what it is? And someone just goes, I'm having this problem too. Thanks, dude. <laughs> this isn't a poll. <laughs> <laughs> we're here for answers. Does anybody have the answer? Because I also have this exact same problem. Yeah, and it's like there's Thanks like for your input. 
six or seven people in there that are just going, me too. I have this problem too. It's like, cool. Help us solve this. Yeah. And it's like, there's so many people doing that. And then there's the other side or other part of it too, where they're like, oh, I figured it out. When you just say, I figured it out. And there's like, I don't know how many people participate in a message board. Plus all the people that will find it later on for this specific issue. It's just, everyone's unhelpful. But the, the thing with this contest and, um, like people are complaining about, like I said, they said like that it was, uh, it exploits artists and people are like basically going on and on about how, um, like you won't own the rights to your drawings or like the things that you make and how, um, there was one person who, I don't even know what they'd be referring to necessarily. I'm not saying it's untrue, but I don't, I don't, I don't have a memory of this happening. Um, they said that there was another contest that was exactly like this that they did, which I don't remember that if there was, um, again, I'm not saying there wasn't one. I just don't remember. Um, and that there, one of the, someone they knew was in the top five, and they didn't get any kind of credit or anything. They just like were featured in the thing or whatever. And I was like, I, I don't really like. I mentioned a couple times that I'm like into photography, but I think I I don't know what what the, where the line is where you're considered like a photographer or a painter or. Like, I don't know when you earn that title necessarily or if people just call themselves that. But, like, I went to school for, for photography. I have spent, you know, probably, like, four years, I think, now. I don't remember when I started. Four or five years now. And uh, just learning things, going out, taking pictures different places, uh, learning all kinds of aspects of it, learning the techniques, learning te- or the uh, hardware, you know, the different different items you can use, all kinds of stuff. So, it's like... I spent a long time learning about lenses and bodies and accessories and flat, all the kind of stuff that you, you learn about. So it's like, I don't know if I'm, I would be technically considered a photographer cause it's not my profession. It's just something I like to do, but I have done weddings and, and portrait shoots and those types of things. I have, I've had paid jobs doing it. Um, so it's not a card that I feel like I play often, but I do feel like as someone who has put a lot of time and tons of money into something, uh, you know, like a creative endeavor. If there was a photo version of this, I would participate in a heartbeat. Yeah. That's like people who do graphic design or character design or whatever. Like this, I think it's a good opportunity. I mean, I don't know what Rooster is doing to compensate them. I assume they're giving them credit. I don't know, but yeah, well, I agree. They're supposed to be picking one to be featured in the show. Right. And I'm not sure what else was attached to that. I didn't look that up, but there was people saying too, like, well, do you at least get to keep the, um, the creature that you created or something like that? And it's like, for what you made it for this contest. Yeah. If, you know, if someone said, Hey, can you create a, a creature or like a, an original character for, I don't know, star Wars, the next star Wars movie that's coming out and you submit one. Now star Wars is a little more broad because there is so many like alien creatures that maybe you could use something for that. But it's gonna look like in order for it to be like, like uh, actually considered, it's gonna have to look like a Star Wars creature. You can't just make, you know, something that would look like it belongs in an alien or predator or something, and think it's gonna fit in perfectly. Maybe you will, but it's like if you're making something specifically for this show, this IP, then I don't know what you would use it for outside of that show. Like you're not gonna be able to like do anything. You can't license. I mean, you could maybe do like fanfics and stuff like that. But I don't know that they would they step in and tell you not to use it if like people use their own characters in fan fiction and different stuff. So it's like right. I don't know what you'd even be able to use 
this character for that you would come up with that is a grim, which is a very unique art style. Right. And look and everything. Yeah. It's like, if you did, if you just were like, I created this character for this grim contest, they didn't pick it. So I'm going to go use it in my own thing. It's like, Oh, your character looks exactly like a grim. (laughs) Yes. People would just accuse you of stealing it. So I was like, I don't understand. Now I get the, I get the argument. If this was submit an original character that you've created for this thing, that maybe would be, I'd be a little hesitant about, just because if it's something that is unique to what you've created in your own story and stuff like that, and you know, there is the possibility that someone just will take it and, and then that's, that's that you'll have no recourse or anything. The bigger organization is going to win because they have a louder, you know, they have a bigger megaphone and that kind of stuff. So it's like, yeah, that's a little troubling, but when you're making something specifically for a show, it's like, I just don't get what like the, fear is or something like I, I don't I was like when I was reading through like their whole like the whole thread of it and again that's why I said earlier like left it for last because it is just it's the internet everyone's always mad about everything so yes. who really knows but I was just like it's one of those things I just went down I, I went down the rabbit hole I went down <laughs> and I was just reading through the whole thing I was just like this feels like a community of, of people who are really into their like their art and like uh like take it very seriously and like I'm not going to sell out to a corporation almost style thinking and uh, like I said I in a in a, in a way I, I relate to that like I, I mentioned already I, I've done paid jobs of photography but I don't have a business page not for like the sanctity of the art or anything but because the business stuff is typically portraits and uh you know it, well basically just portraits portraits weddings that kind of stuff it's either whether it be corporate or senior photos whatever it is yeah um, it, that tends to be what the business is, especially when you get started. But I always like doing kind of like landscapes and more, I guess, just outdoors, nature, wildlife, that kind of stuff is what I gravitate towards. And I just found that doing a, like a business takes away, takes the enjoyment out of doing what I actually like to do, which is the landscape stuff. Cause the porches don't really do much for me. So it's like, at a certain level, I, I relate to that because yeah, I don't want to, have this thing that I spend all these hours doing, which then makes me not want to do the side of it. I really enjoy. So it's like, I get that to a certain extent, but at a certain level too, it's almost like, I feel like you're maybe taking your art a little too seriously for what this is. Right. And it's just internet outrage. So it doesn't really mean anything, but it made me mad. And I knew that I could, I could go on about it <laughs> for several minutes on the podcast because uh, I was agitated and uh, I was more agitated when I first read it, but it's been uh, several days now, so I I've, I've since sort of calmed down <laughs> from my not that I was like raging and put a hole in the wall and and like was just threw the couch across the room or anything, but I was just like this is I guess like it's I was just annoyed. It just highly annoyed. I understand. It is annoying. It's just people being mad for the sake of being mad, basically, uh, or just being almost like uh, thinking very highly of themselves in that way of just like no these these contests are uh just exploit everybody it's like um, maybe there are a bunch that are out there but i don't know i guess just given the context of what it is it just did not make sense to me that they have like that kind of thought and uh i repeat myself constantly but still i understand i can learn more about this contest i mean once it's over the whoever won will get no recognition or something and it'd be like okay well now i see what you're saying but as of right now i was just i was upset about it <laughs> and i used the podcast to vent that frustration but that is all I have rooster teeth, that is rooster teeth related. This chair, I need to oil it. It's Get a new so one. loud. Um, 
This is an old chair. This was old whenever I got it, like 10 years ago. Um, it looks like it's from the 70s. It doesn't look good, but it has great lower back support, and that's <laughs> what I like about it. Um, but that's all I have for the receipt portion of the podcast, so uh, we will now officially, as is always fun to say, we're going out in the grapes where we're going to talk about anything and everything that we want to talk about. I already know one subject, and we already teased it, that we'll be going into. Uh, I don't know how long this section is going to be. Uh, obviously, people listening already see the runtime of the episode, so they know how long it is. But, uh, Doug, <laughs> tell me specifically, <laughs> but tell everyone else, all of our, our overseas fans, people are going to hear this in the UK. They're going to hear this in France. They're going to hear this across our country. They're here in Canada, Mexico, Norway. We went through the whole list. Yeah. Tell people what happened to you, and I'm going to be silent. <laughs> um, well, this all starts. It's nice out. I got my bicycle out, and I rode it a couple of days, and I was like... Dude, I just look, because the light, <laughs> it's gotten a little darker outside. That injury I talked about where he looked like he got shot with a sandbag, it looks worse now. Now that, like, <laughs> the lighting is, it's not as bright, and it's like, I can see more of the bruising and more of the discoloration and everything. That looks gross. My arm healed, but anyway... I took my bike to the just a bike shop. Had the guy tune it up, and he was when I when I rolled my bike in, the guy was like, "What you do to this?" I was like, "Nothing, you know. It's just I just had it for like six years. It's just you know, it just needs tuned up." He goes, "No, whatever." I came in the next day, I picked it up, and he was like, "I was like, you know what? I forgot it. My bike fell off my bike rack." He goes, "Yeah, I know." He goes, "There was something wrong with your bike when you brought it in." He goes, "Nothing was straight." I was like, "Yeah, it was rideable." He goes, "Yeah, it just wasn't good." So I got it back and. I got it back on Thursday. So Friday morning, I was all pumped. I woke up early to go for my bike ride. I get, and There's a trail by me. I like to ride because you can run, walk, ride your bike, do whatever you want on this trail. It's paved. It's nice. Outdoorsy stuff, but on concrete. And I'm just got on my bike. I'm feeling great. And I'm just cruising. And then eventually, like, I'm going full tilt boogie down, like just across this fucking path because I'm like feeling it my my bike was working the best it's worked in a couple of years i'm feeling good because i'm outside finally i'm going and i'm riding and i get past this part and there's a bunch of people like running and i was like so i went in the middle of the road to pass them and <clears throat> what happened was a lady running just turned in front of me and i collided with her face to face oh my god <laughs> that's not what i thought was gonna happen <laughs> So I'm probably going like 20 miles per hour, and I have a road bike, so I'm like leaning forward, like the, like the ram horns. So you look like a gargoyle. I look like I said like a like a 200 pound dwarf hit this lady in the fucking face. <laughs> so I and like what, this is what happened to me. I'm riding, I get in the middle, she turns, and I'm right here. <laughs> I just hear her go. Ooh, I was went no. <laughs> so we hit, and I hit face because i'm so you basically at a very extreme speed made out in a way this is the lady's forehead i went bam my, so your teeth went into her forehead yes my teeth my, my lips cut real bad you can't tell oh, so i can't see anything you right can't now. well the mustache but yeah <laughs> football mustache but so i hit this lady i go over my handlebars obviously hit my knee off something hurt probably, my thumb probably her skull or <laughs> And I That's roll, what hit her teeth. <laughs> I roll off my bike to my feet, and I look down. And she's laying there. I was like, she's dead. I fucking killed her. <laughs> I like how you parkour rolled out of this. <laughs> I don't know how. I just pan, I just rolled. We did gargoyle swoop at her. <laughs> <laughs> I 
so I thought I killed a lady. And walking the other way was a lady who was nine months pregnant. And, I, and she screamed when we collided. And I like I get up. I see what I think is a dead lady and a pregnant lady screaming. I'm thinking. <laughs> what I think is a dead lady. <laughs> and <laughs> I thought this pregnant lady is going to drop the baby. Just, dude, this would have been an insane <laughs> train of events. Murder, a birth, life and death right there. So the lady I hit. She sits up and she's like, "Oh man!" She's like, "I'm like, what the? I'm like, all she sees is your back and you're in a dead <laughs> sprint, just running away." <laughs> Got my bike. But she gets up and we, you know, she's like, "Oh, you know, what happened? Like, I didn't even hear you coming." I was like, "Wow, oh, like, what the fuck are you getting?" I'm spitting blood out constantly. <laughs> Jesus, because <laughs> like my tooth. I'll show you a picture because like my the inside of my mouth's not so bad anymore, but like I just had a hole in in my lip. So I'm just spitting blood out. The pregnant lady's checking on her. And then I come up to her and I'm like, are you okay? Like, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm worried that I really hurt this lady. And she was like, I'm a nurse. She's like, I didn't get concussed. I did not get knocked out. She got hit by the back of my head, but I'm okay. She's like, I'm just shaking up. And she looks at me. She's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. She's like, your mouth's full of blood. I was like, I'm well aware. <laughs> Figure that out before you were conscious. <laughs> and... And the pregnant lady's like, are you okay? Do you need water or anything? I was like, no, I'm just making sure this lady's okay. I was like, I just ran her over. <laughs> she has a tire track across her chest. <laughs> um, so then, like, we finally stand her up, and we walk her to a bench, and I sit next to her, because I'm like, I felt like it was my fault. But she she was like, listen, I just didn't hear you coming. She's like, you were, you were going, and I just was doing my thing, and I turned around, and you were right there. I was like, yeah, she goes, but it wasn't your fault. She goes, it's a total accident. She's like, my daughter's here somewhere. I'm going to call her. So I exchanged my number with the lady. I was like, just let me know if like anything's wrong. Or, Did she have any cuts or anything? She had a ping pong on her fucking eyebrow where my teeth hit her. <laughs> There's like a, almost like a dental imprint <laughs> where like they could actually scan it for records if you ever kill somebody. She like her, her eyebrow was massive. <laughs> just from teeth. Just from jaw. <laughs> The bike didn't hit her or anything. I think that I turned it out of the way, so I the the bike didn't hit her. My fucking face did. Well, I like this incredible move that you pulled off in less than one second of throwing the bike to the side, stopping your entire momentum with your teeth on her forehead, <laughs> flipping over her, and then springing up to your feet. It's like this, like you slowed down time. I I don't know, but I panicked. So you didn't damage your teeth. No, they're fine. They just went straight through your your lip? Like, my teeth are... I thought I, thought I lost a tooth by how much blood I was spitting out. Like, I thought... Because I, I got up and I, you know, I felt blood in my mouth. I was like, fuck, it's a lot. Like, I kept spitting. I was like, my tooth... My tooth's not gone. But my nose didn't hurt till like, two days later. My nose, as you know, like, my deviated... Or my septum's deviated from our friend Tyler hitting me in the nose. <laughs> and I think it either made it worse or slightly better. I can't tell yet because it still hurts. Oh, so it's like swollen. I mean, it's not as blocked as it once was, but I also keep like reaching up in there to make sure it's okay. But I didn't get—I didn't break my nose, which I thought I for sure did because I hit it off a lady's face. Was well, it two things? One, it's a good thing you didn't kill her; <laughs> that she didn't just die, and you weren't just staring at a corpse. She was just there. Let's <laughs> <laughs> fucking kill this lady. And then two, you managed to hit the most reasonable and well-qualified person for that situation. 
I'm not concussed. I know I'm going down the list. I'm not actually injured. I'm okay. She knew the steps to go through, so she wasn't panicked. She knew she was fine, and she was like, nah, what the fuck are you going to do? I turned, and you're there, you're speed, whatever. It's like the most reasonable person, the most qualified person in that situation. Maybe not most qualified, but super, super qualified for that situation. It's like the you had, if you're ever a way to hit a lady on a bike, that's the way to do it. That's it. And I've been taking pictures daily of my knee bruise because this thing's gross. So you, I wonder, maybe you hit your, her shoulder or something? I'm trying I, to think, did you go over top of her? Like, if this is her, I turned my bike this way, my face hit her, and then I went like this. Okay. So I'm thinking. So she just, like, took it and then went off to this. You basically, how can we describe? So, like, you hit her, and then, oh, my God. You have a butthole in your mouth. <laughs> and that's what it looked like right after it happened. Oh, it's really swollen. But that's that's this. And then that's this little scrape here. Not a big deal. No, Doug showed me the hole in his lip, and it does. It looks, it looks bad. That was day two. It's probably just gonna keep getting grosser. And that was day three. And I think day four is just more purple. It's it's like the yellow. Yeah, but that's that was like I I, because I had to ride back because she you know she was in like her she was walking we were heading this way. And she was turning around to go meet her daughter, like midway on the on the track. So you're both heading the same direction, and, and then, then she, she tried to turn around. She tried to U-turn, and I was there. But oh, so yeah, so you collided with her. I was, I was describing when I saw the asshole in your mouth, <laughs> but uh, you collide with her, and basically she went like left, and you went right. Like you didn't flip yeah. over top of her. No, it's like you you hit, and then kind of rolled off of each other. Yeah. So she then she became a corpse briefly. <laughs> And then you just ninja flipped <laughs> and landed like Donatello landed on your feet. Uh, yeah. But I, like I said, I took her number and I gave her mine and she texted me like three hours later. She's like, Hey Doug, she's like, I'm fine. I got a couple of scrapes and bruises, but I'm good. I said, my mouth hurts real bad. I go, but other than that, I was like, I feel pretty good. I can't feel my toes. I don't remember my middle name. And her zinger was, at least we don't have COVID. I said, you're right. We'll see actually. <laughs> you should have just, all you should have said was 10 to 14 days. <laughs> so my blood's everywhere. It's, it's the, the area is well contaminated. Did you even clean it up, or someone just gonna walk through and see a blood stain? I went riding two days later or a day later to see if my blood was there, but it was already gone. They were washed away. So it was like someone walking by, I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" There's teeth and blood and <laughs> clumps of hair everywhere. Um, but yeah, I had to ride my bike back to my car because I, I, I even I'll show you on my app. But I rode my, I was riding back and I'm just spitting blood out. My teeth are like, looks like I. I, I I bit down on like a blood pill. My teeth are just covered in blood. How long did it take for you to stop bleeding? Um, probably like probably forty five minutes. I say because the I remember it's the dumbest injury I've ever had. Not in terms of like what I did to get injured, but the the amount of damage I received from like the dumbest thing possible. But it was it was in my mouth, and I remember it was my gums, and it just took so long for it to actually stop bleeding. It was like, so this is uh, the cycling, and I wrote, I nailed it, labeled it Montour bike accident, <laughs> so I can tell you exactly where I crushed this lady. It's it was showing me a, a map with a, but I hit her right there, right. Oh, so where the line stops, huh? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> but I I I was hauling. All of my ass. As many asses as I could haul. That's how fast I was going. As just, fast as my fucking bike would let me. Just smiling, dinging your bell. I got my new bike. I don't have a bell. If yeah, I got... had a bell, I wouldn't have run her over. 
Well, I just I'm picturing you celebrating, like all <laughs> gleeful and like I got my new bike. It's That's why I was like I was going so fast because I was so excited. I'm like, yeah, I got my fucking bike back. I feel good. The bike's working great. I think her name was Linda. Well, it's just Laura. It's the same. It's like you're the same glee that we had on the four wheeler when we crashed it. <laughs> Second day of owning it. Was I telling that on the podcast? I feel like you and I just had the conversation, but I don't remember if we were recording when it happened. I don't think so. I don't remember. I hate to retell it if we just told it like last week or something. I don't remember. We'll have to go back and listen and then put it in your list for things to talk about. Oh. Accidents. Yeah. I had a lot of those. But the way I got injured is when I was working at Lowe's, I uh, I was putting, I was helping getting carts because it was our job, everyone's job to do that. So a bunch of us were out there getting carts and... If you've ever, I mean, you, they're everywhere, but like you've, if you've ever seen like the back end of a, like where they put the carts in at some, like I'd say particularly some older places, but they usually have like those real thick rubber flaps. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't know, five inches wide, but they're as tall as the door or like the opening is. So we had those and I was, we were pushing a bunch of carts in. So I was like kind of catching my breath a little bit. So I'm mouth breathing. And I was pushing them in, and I had, like, two or three. It was, like, the last couple. It was, like, two or three, and I went, and I was pushing it through. And I think there was, um, if I remember right, there was, like, a cart right there. So I was kind of going in with some force to get them. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. The The line was backed up, so when I was going in, if you didn't push the flaps out of the way, that they would get caught in between the carts, and then you'd, like, walk up to, like, undo it. So I, was, I would always hit them kind of hard so that they would, like, flop out, and then yeah. I could push it in. And I hit one, and then one like it like did like a twist and it came up and it came back at me and just chopped me right in the face <laughs> and it hit me like diagonally from like my cheekbone like my right cheekbone or whatever i mean i forget which direction it was i think it, maybe i don't remember but it was like from my, my right cheekbone across my mouth and uh and my mouth was open so it actually sliced my gums and it cut my gums <laughs> and it got infected yeah well it cut my gums from like i think one uh Somewhere like like almost like halfway up my mm-hmm. gums on my like my front tooth all over down to like my canine or so it was a big maybe not that far. Yeah, maybe it was. I don't remember exactly how far, but it was in that, that area. And it actually was just hanging there. Like I could move it with my tongue and I could see higher up on my tooth. I was like, That's not good and I just I just could not stop bleeding. I had like a paper towel and I just kept like dabbing at it and I was just like, it just won't stop. And the way I fixed it was I just used my tongue, I just pushed it back up in there and I was like, I don't know. Gums are pretty versatile in the body. I was like, I'm just going to like push it in there and hopefully that's fine. Cause it was a different, it was like white. Yeah. Cause it was like, it got like severed almost. It was, Cause it was still hanging on by a little bit. And I pushed it in there and then like, I just like, I just, your instinct is to keep playing with it to see if it's fine. I was like, I'm just not going to touch it. And like, by the time I finished my shift, I was like, it's actually holding on there a little bit. And like me playing with it, it came loose. Yeah. But I was like, I'm just going to leave it there. And I put it there, like went to sleep the next day. I couldn't do it. It just healed back. It's just like, I just like, Put it back in place. It's like, I'm just going to let it go. Hopefully but this works. It was the dumbest, as I said, it's like the dumbest injury I've ever had because it happened in such a stupid way. Not as a result of doing something stupid, but just in the way that it happened and the way I got hurt and uh, the way it just fucked me up. I was bleeding. So mouth injuries seem to take a lot. Maybe just, it's a constant moisture and I don't know. There's probably something much more scientific than that. Well, the, the whole it's like a slit now. It's like it doesn't. That's it now. I just have like ulcers from. Ugh. That's what hurts the most. I hate those. I get those all the time. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Just pass them on to me. <laughs> now I, th- when you told me because that's 
like I said, you teased it last Saturday, the, the day after we recorded. So I was like, I have to wait a week to hear this story. Yeah. Because you just framed it as I have a really funny story to tell you. Um, you said, or you said, do you want any spoilers or do you just want to know nothing about it? And I was like, I kind of want both. I was like, I, I want to have my cake and I want to eat it too. And uh, you just said, uh, did you say it I went? I said it involves my bike. And then oh. you said something about like the handlebars. I said I did go over my handlebars. Well, I referenced whenever I crashed my bike as a kid. I asked if you went over the, the handlebars wearing an Orca t-shirt. <laughs> and you said it doesn't involve me going over my handlebars. I was like, I, so I just thought you wrecked. And it was I didn't realize that you almost claimed a victim. <laughs> which is, you have a history of, of bikes and that, hurting people. <laughs> that was actually brought up because the, the lady, the pregnant lady, she's like, at least you didn't hit with your car. And I was like, I've already done that. <laughs> did you say that? Yeah. <laughs> So that was like a 10 years ago. I hit somebody on a bike with my car. Then I hit somebody with a bike who was running. So I think in 10 years, I'm going to be smothered by like a... I'm going to be like walking across the street and like a diesel truck's going to run me over. Or you'll have to be driving a diesel truck and hit someone on a bike. Or I'll be walking and hit, like hit someone in a wheelchair. No, I think the next evolution of this is that you'll have to be running and you'll hit someone riding a bike. There has to be... It has to go back. You hit someone in a car riding a bike. Now you're riding a bike and hit somebody. So now we have to like... Oh, uh, yeah. You have to either either up the vehicle or maybe you'll be on a bike and hit another bike. Oh, that sounds terrible. It's probably really bad. <laughs> you probably have more bruises and less teeth and more blood. My like I went to uh I saw one of my friends later that day <laughs> and like I I just uh it's like we had like a, a cookout where we all were like, you know, staying staying apart but having like a cookout and mm-hmm. I told them I was like, Well guys, I got a story for it later. And everybody showed up and went, What what happened? Like, you're comically like you have like gauze wrapped around your head on one crutch well i didn't realize like my arm was all tore up like I, it was cuts all over it. i had no idea someone's like my one friend showed up and they're like you okay i thought like my knee my knee wasn't this bad but there was like a bruise there and then they go no your arm's trashed i'm like oh yeah <laughs> yeah that too <laughs> kind of all of me hurts right now it's my thumb because my thumb i was holding the handlebars and when i hit jammed it this oh. way and then rolled <laughs> and then on your feet <laughs> you stripped parkour rolled on you like that's exactly how they jump off a second story building <laughs> as they just go right into a roll to like disperse that energy so you don't just slam into the concrete it was in me to roll i didn't fall flat and then it was in her to go dead <laughs> she could have been dead i just fucking killed this lady <laughs> <laughs> now i know if i'm going like 20 miles per hour and I hit something face first I'm going to be okay for the most part. You'll know how to roll out of it. You'll know that they'll be fine. They'll understand that they'll probably have the medical expertise to evaluate make, themselves. It makes me think that I could take a punch to the face. We could find out. I don't want to find out. We could do it right now. My lip hurts so bad. That's true. Well, wait till you heal. Right. And then we'll just record me. I'll just deck you. Like the slow-mo that I took of a, you like seven years ago. Getting hit with a dodgeball in the face. When did I get hit with a dodgeball? It was like when I first got whatever iPhone had the first slow mo, and we were messing with it. I vaguely remember it. I was like, on Memorial or uh, Sunday before Memorial Day, we were I got recorded in slow mo getting slapped in the face. I, I did see that, which was very funny. Uh, I was not ready. Uh, no, all right, because you said you th- someone's like you did do it the other way, and he just slaps you. Well, because our friend Rob said to our friend Jeff, "Hey." You should slap him in the face in slow motion. Also, uh, our friend Jeff uh, will be getting married soon, and his fiance. Oh, that video Doug showed me whenever I got hit in the face. 
oh, what a great face I made afterward. Uh, I forgot about that. Um, I have my tie wrapped around my head. Um, but his fiance, I guess now, is uh, trained in Muay Thai, which is uh, a very legit martial art involving a lot of knees and a lot of elbows and a lot of kicks. Very devastating kicks. Uh, and Rob said for her wedding present that I should just fight her. Or for Jeff's wedding present, I should fight her. Which would basically just be her, her kicking me to death. <laughs> would be what would happen. Um, so it became a theme of just abusing me in different ways somehow. And uh, Rob said, you should slap Mike in the face in slow motion. And I was like, I didn't know how it happened. And I was like, that might look kind of funny. I was like, I know Jeff's not going to go full bore and just like, like lay me out at my mom's house. Right. So I was like, well, I was like, oh, we should do it. And then, so Jeff, the first thing is that he did was he went in slow motion, like, like acted out being in slow motion. And, and Rob's like, no, actually do it. And then, uh, they're like, oh, well hit him on this side. And that way we'll actually be able to see it. And I was in the middle of saying, well, if you do it on this side and you hit me, you'll see like my cheek and everything like really like you'll see the impact like transfer through my body like into this part, side of my face. What I got to say was, well, if you do it on this side and I got slapped in the face <laughs> and I wasn't ready, I was not prepared and he just hit me across the face. Didn't do it hard. I wasn't like knocked out. It wasn't like getting hit in the face with a bunch of teeth at 25 miles an hour, but I was not prepared for it. I was waiting for like a countdown and like some prep yeah. and I just got blindsided by it. <laughs> Uh, which in some ways is probably better, but uh, like I said, Doug wasn't there, but he got sent the video. Yes, and I assumed you you enjoyed it. I don't know how I don't know what the quality was being sent over text message. Uh, it's kind of shitty. Okay, it's not terrible, terrible. It's just really small. Right. Yeah, and no, then good. and then Doug got a phone call, so <laughs> yeah, interrupted the video. Yeah, but I gotta get going. Everyone keeps calling me. Oh, everyone's waiting for Doug. Yeah, so this one was going to be its a little bit shorter just because Doug has places to be. And we had a lot of technical difficulties leading up to recording this. So we got pretty delayed. And we had technical difficulties in the middle of this. Uh, but uh, that'll be that for this episode. Plus, where do we really go after your bike accident story? It's like, all, what am I gonna all I've been doing this week is playing Outer Worlds. Like, <laughs> it's not, it's a really big letdown from you <laughs> almost killing a nurse. Uh, someone that uh, many would consider a hero in these times. Um, so thank you for listening as, as, as always, uh, we'll be back next week with another episode and you can follow us at RT talk podcast on Twitter and, uh, that's it, Doug. So do you have an outro for us or do you, are, you know what there, this week is this, this, this is not the correct mood. This is not the time for a peace bitch or something comical. I think you need to give a PSA about, uh, bike safety and, uh, teeth safety and what and of how to avoid hitting nurses on bikes. Bike safety tip number one from me: get a bike bell. Bring, bring, passing ya. Haha. Last part's unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>